Hello everyone, this is Mary here at Mary Unapologetic, your host for this episode. We are now on episode 44. Yes, thank goodness, episode 44. Remember, I release my episodes every two weeks, so it's actually bi-weekly, but I'm only going to release one more in this month, and then we're going in December. So instead of releasing two, may I remind you folks, instead of having two episodes that I'm going to release for December, I'm only going to release one. Another thing that I also want to share with you folks, I am bringing Maria Callen back and Jack Bucknell to co-host with me on this episode and some of the episodes that I'm thinking of doing in the future. It's going to be a lot of fun because they're going to have different views about different topics that we're going to talk about. Another thing that I want to communicate with you is that Mike and I are doing the Den Trainers Digital Retreat from December 11 to the 12th. It's a two-day event. Yes, folks, it's two-day event, Saturday and Sunday from December 11 to the 12th. We're going to talk about business. We're going to talk about social media. We're also going to talk about customers such as, if you really think about it, our what we call leads and how do you convert those leads and make them your loyal customers for your brand. So there's going to be so much more that we're going to talk about. And another thing that I want to mention here is don't forget to book your hotel for MTE. Yes, folks, Mobile Tech Expo next year from January 27 to January 29. Mike and I are actually going to be there for education and it's going to be in one place. I actually call it double the fun. And it's not just going to be for 45 minutes. It's going to be for two hours and 45 minutes. Now, without further ado, let me bring Maria and Jack. Hello, hello, hello. I'm here today with Jack Bucknell and Maria Callen back. My two, actually, you know what? I wouldn't say two guests. How about if we say co-host you know sometimes we would be three like you know the three amigos movie i love that movie (laughs) okay jack i think i'm gonna just let you take it away tell us the um we talked about actually the insurance and it's a good story so why don't you tell us what you shared me before and then i'm gonna tell you my experience with insurance companies Oh man, we, we talked about so much. So kind of starting off, I've noticed this year specifically with the insurance companies having the uh, everything going anti or not uh, with COVID and everything and everything being released or uh, they're not sending out adjusters. I'm seeing a lot more pushback from uh, estimates and stuff like that that we're submitting to the insurance companies. Um, I think quite frankly, just because it's a lot easier for them to make the the argument when it's via phone they're not in person they're not having to see it it's harder to justify well kind of um not to me because i'm sending on you know 30 plus photos every time i send in a car but uh still getting lots of pushback on um just certain procedures and things that need to be done oem position statements on pre and post scanning all that kind of stuff um and uh, that's just some of the stuff i've seen this year um, I've, I've seen, you know, certain insurance companies specifically state, oh, well, this is all we're going to pay. If you need to get any more compensation, you're going to have to bill the customer, um, which is really ridiculous to me, but that's the way this stuff is going. 
Um, well, I mean, I have some thought when it comes to this, you know, this topic. Mm -hmm. I just think that because I also noticed it in the past that insurance company, you know, well, it's not every insurance, but I think for mm -hmm. the most part, insurance companies, they try to um, not really uh, compensate us for what we are worth as far as our work, right? Yep. And so in the back of my head, you know, I don't want to get in trouble for this, but you know what? This is my opinion, right? I'm entitled to my own opinion. So, <laughs> so I'm trying to be careful of what I say, you know what I mean? So I just think that when I when you ask me about insurance companies, we do deal with them because one of the questions that you asked me is that, Mary, do you deal with a lot of insurance um, companies? And I said, you know what? I try to stay away from that because for me, the way I'm looking at it, I want to still run my business, but I want to run it to be like less stressful as it should be. And really, that's my goal every day when I'm running the you know, the business. So what I identified and what I found out is that when you deal with insurance companies or insurance um, uh, coverage, they don't really want to pay you for what you're worth as far as your work. So they're going to like lowball it and keep lowballing it. And they're going to find faults into every little thing that you like, you know, as far as your estimate. So I try to deal with my customers that doesn't have to deal with insurance but don't get me wrong we do this is a big repair i want to get my insurance involved then in that case we pull out our what mtrx app and so because mm -hmm. the mtrx itemize everything right so if they have a question everything is there so and then we go step ahead of them you know, to identify that what could be the questions that they'll be like um, asking us or what could be an issue that will give them leverage or or like an excuse to not pay us the full amount that we're asking. So we have, as a matter of fact, you know, uh, we had a last customer that they, I don't want to name the insurance company, but it's it's a good insurance company, you know from my experience in the past, not just this customer, you know, when she came in. Um, and they actually covered everything that we asked for and we didn't go back and forth. So it was less of a headache. I guess we got lucky like that, or I don't know what it is, but there are also other insurance companies that I have dealt with. And I was telling you the story about this. Um, I know Maria, I haven't uh, told you this story, but I was involved in an accident and I was, you know, just sharing it with Jack, how I dealt with insurance company that was giving me a hard time as far as covering my repair. Somebody actually hit me and it wasn't my fault. I know for a fact that it wasn't my fault because the person that hit me didn't look, you know how we have a law that you're supposed to signal and actually look or for you know to you know to you know signal to the oncoming traffic and i was that person that's oncoming because she was coming out of the parking lot trying to make a left me on the other hand i was going straight mm -hmm. and she was trying to make a left like this so once i passed her she hit me so mm -hmm. i knew right there and there she yeah she it was her fault and we actually called 
a police at that time she's a senior citizen which i kind of felt bad she was with her son at that time when we, got, we when i was involved in the accident with her and part of me at that time was like should i call the police should i not but you know what i'm like i want this to be as transparent as it should be because of what i know about insurance companies that doesn't want to do the full coverage so i went ahead and called the police you know, so there's so that way it eliminates the hearsay, she say, and all that stuff, right? We have a witness that was the police. So, the you know, I filed a police report, <clears throat> and I was already thinking one step ahead that just in case that her insurance company doesn't want to cover this 100%, then I'm gonna go to court. That was already, you know, I wasn't I wasn't planning it, but I'm just having a backup plan, you know, like a a plan that if things go sour, then I can still collect my money, right? Because I'm the type of person that, hey, if it's my fault, I'll pay for it and I'll admit it. But if it's someone else's fault, then I want you to take responsibility or accountability. You know, it's I guess it's the principle behind it. It's the way I was brought up and it's my mindset. So, so anyways, fast forward, come to find out her insurance company is one of the worst insurance companies out there. I'm not going to name who they are because I don't want to get in trouble. But I, at the time, I didn't know. But when I found out that they don't want to cover for my repair, they only want to cover actually 50%. And they're saying that, hey, by the way, it's everyone's, this is how they put it when I got the letter. By the way, it's everyone's responsibility that when you're out there on the road to be on the lookout, even though things happen like that. So basically, they're putting 50% fault on my end. And I'm like, no, I didn't expect her to come out of that parking lot. So that wasn't my fault. And the fact that she didn't um, uh, signal, the way I'm looking at it, 100%, it's her fault. So anyways... So they were blaming me 50%. They were putting blame on my end and they don't want to pay for my repair, like, a, you know, 100%, only 50% of it. And so I was like, I was telling my insurance, I'm not going to deal with this. You know, I'm going to, I, I, <laughs> I want to go after them and have them pay for my repair. I don't even want to pay for my deductible. You know, mm -hmm. I have a $300 deductible, which is really low, right? But because yeah. I have a good insurance, by the way, folks, I have Wawanisa since I was 18. <laughs> Wawanisa Insurance is a good insurance company. So um, they take care of their members or customers. But anyways, um, they, you know, I said, I'm not going to pay for my deductible, even though it's $300. So I want to, like, fight this. So I was trying to work it out with the person that hit me. But after she was advised by her, you know, by her insurance company not to pick up or take any of my calls, then I knew right away there's something going on there. So long story short, I ended up doing my research. Of course, I've talked to accidents attorney because there's so many different attorneys out there. I'm going to go into the details. So that way my listeners are not going to get confused. So I had to consult with attorneys that are actually handling accidents. And I found out because that this is not a big um lawsuits because we're not hurt and i'm honest i'm not going to make up stuff that's not there mm -hmm. then they said we can't help you so um i was on my own right so i ended up doing a small claims and 
the way I figure it out, because there's a law. I don't know if it's, I think it's a nationwide law that you can't sue an, an insurance company. Did you guys know that? Wow, really? I didn't know about this until I talked to a couple of different attorneys. Because I said, what about if I just go after the insurance company? And, they, and, and he said, no, there's a law that protects them. We can't sue them. So I'm like, well, I don't want to get, excuse my language. I'm going to say a bad word. I don't want to get screwed out of this stuff. You know, it's not my fault, you know. So I figured out a way, I was telling Jack Maria, I figured out a way how to get to them. So what I did was, I'm like, wait a minute, what happens if I sue the person that hit me, which at this point I didn't want to do because I feel bad for her. I knew she's on a fixed income because she's a senior citizen, but that's the only way I can make the insurance company pay for my repair. You know, because I don't want her to pay for my repair. Obviously, she's not going to pay for my repair because she's going to go back to her insurance, but insurance won't pay for my repair. So I had to do it this way. <clears throat> and the reason behind this is because I figured when you get an insurance, you go into contract with them. And when you're in the contract with, let's say, Jack, then Jack is supposed to take care of you as an insurance company, when you get into an accident, especially if it's your fault, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. then there's a leverage now for that, you know, for that senior citizen to go after her insurance to make them pay me. So that's why that's the whole reason I did this. That's the reason behind me suing her. So I sued her. And here's the thing, too. I kind of like cornered her. I put some thought into this. Because whether she shows up or not, I win. If she doesn't show up automatically in small claims, I win. If she shows up, I have all my evidence gathered up as well as my witness, I'm still gonna win. I have my police report, you know, and I have, I pulled up the law because there's a section, I forget what it's called now. There's a section that, you know what I'm talking about, Jack? I, yeah, I've, I've gotten a ticket for that. So <laughs> yeah, it's a legal, it's an illegal lane change. It's, yeah, it's so, not, it's not signaling the, your, your action basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I put, I brought all of this stuff to present to the judge that, Hey, it wasn't my fault. Cause I want to win this case. Right. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I have my witness with me. And so long story short, I won. So when, when she was coming out of the courtroom with her son who accompanied her, I overheard her saying, what am I going to do? And I'm going to pay this. So I, her. I actually like was thinking, should I do it or should I not? Am I going to get in trouble? I'm like, I'm going to take a chance, right? I like to take a chance. So I went and approached her and I told her, look, I didn't want you to do this. I explained it to her. Then I explained it to her. Technically, your insurance is supposed to be covering my repair because they're supposed to be taking care of you because you guys are in contract to do this. So I told her what, why I did what I did. And then she's on board as far as working with me holding her insurance accountable. So long story short, that's what happened. She went to her insurance, talked to her insurance. I told her what to say to her insurance company. And then, you know what? The insurance company actually paid for my repair. So the reason why we're talking about this, because I want to let people know that when there's a will, there's a way. Mm -hmm. I mean, for, you know, I think I dealt with this for four months, but you know what? Is it worth it for me? Yes, because 
I want to make, I want to send a message to this big giant insurance companies who's got a lot of financial resources, a lot of research. You can't treat people like this that are like below you or lower than you. You know what I mean? So that was my whole, I guess, principle behind it. Wow. Wow. What do you think about it, Maria? Well, I hear this and I think about how you need to have my husband come on because my husband was an attorney and mm -hmm. he knows a lot about the law and insurance. And he actually did his law. His expertise was in business formation, business transactions and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so um, he would just be really good to talk to about lots of things that dent techs deal with um, and just what business corporation is best and things like that. And as far as you marry with this woman, I think that was really super kind that you reached out to her. You know, you were very, um, wow, that was just such a courtesy you gave to her to help her stand up for herself. Mm -hmm. And you know, I love what you said about where there's a will, there's a way. And I'm a big believer in that. If you just keep, keep searching, you're going to find the answer. The answer lies in there somewhere. And so good for you for holding your ground. But um, yeah, insurance companies, there's a lot to them, a lot. And uh, yeah. And the only reason why this conversation came up is because when I was talking to Jack, I sensed the, the urgency in the, his tone of voice that he's really stressed. And I was like, whoa, my goodness, Jack, there's a lot going on. You're trying to run your company and, you know, and you have to like go back and forth with insurance companies, you know, because if they don't want to cover it, they can make it hard for you. They find a way to not cover it. <laughs> You know well, what I mean? Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah, they do. I was wondering what your approach is, Jack. You know, like, do you try to be aggressive and, hey, this is what I, you know, or do you try to be more, you know, kind of. No, I'm more, I'm more, a little more on the open uh, end of it. Like, I'll, and I've even bluntly told insurance adjusters, like, listen, I know that you've got probably three bosses above you that are auditing everything you do. This is what I need the dollar figure essentially to be at. However, you have to do it in your system, whether you gotta, you know, do whatever you gotta do, that's all I care about. Like, and I've, and anyway, so sometimes that's very disarming to them. And then they go, oh, okay, well, yeah, I mean, I could probably do this or I can do this or that. And, you know, I, I, I hate that that's what it has to be. But at the end of the day, my final bill reflects what is actually done on the vehicle. Therefore, it's it kind of, uh, I don't know, that, and that's a slippery slope as well. So I don't really want to get into that. But um, when I've noticed when I've told them, the adjusters that specifically when I was in person with them, they were much more willing to work with the, the, the estimate in their system, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, and I've tried different other things as far as getting estimates written in their language or in their estimating programs such as CCC or Autotex. Um, that is very beneficial as well um, because to a lot of them, them reading, uh, I know for us, Mobile Tech RX is awesome. It's very easy, simple, but to them, it's like reading a foreign language. I don't understand why because it's so cut and clear, but to them, it's still confusing because it's not the way that they're used to seeing the numbers and, and figures. So for them, uh, like I said, I've submitted insurance estimates to certain insurance companies written in their 
system and they're like they what the last adjuster that i did that to specifically emailed me back saying thank you for submitting this in Autotex. we really i really appreciate it it made my supplement process much easier you know wow. so mm -hmm. yeah so let me ask, you do oh, need go ahead Maria. language right i mean that's so important how can how can you get there i mean is there is that ever going to be something that we can accomplish ever i mean is there is like a well, Mary yeah. if there's a will is there a way well there's certain people that do that like i submit my mobile tech rx estimate and the insurance company's estimate to this person and then they'll actually write it all up in the proper system for me um as far as a large scale i know that i or at least i knew that mobile tech rx was previously allowing you to buy credits to have their mobile tech rx estimate then written in i think it was ccc that was something that was a few years ago. I've never actually done that, but I know that that was an option years ago. I, like I said, I don't know if they still do that, um, which I thought was very good. Um, I know I've talked within the PDR 20 group I'm a member of um, about you know tips and tricks on learning CCC1 um, because I feel like that's a very beneficial thing. As much as I, I and I, I, I don't really want to start using a new program, I will probably always use Mobile Tech RX. I love it, but it's, if you can submit the paperwork in their language, it's only going to help speed up the process. Um, the last the last supplement I submitted was last Tuesday, and it's been over a week now, and I'm still waiting to hear back. And I know a lot of that problem is the language I'm sending it in. Let me, ask you, me let me ask you something, Jack, because as I'm sitting here um, seeing things or hearing things, um, you're saying that the language that we use that's in the mobile tech arts is something that they are not familiar with. What made you think this? I mean, how did you evaluate that? Did you notice it because it's a pattern with insurance companies, not just one, or this is what you experienced with one insurance company? Multiple different ways. So I've had adjusters specifically tell me, man, this is really confusing. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, it's all like line itemed out. It's all, I don't, I don't understand it, but I'm just going off of what they told me. And then I've had desk reviewers say the same thing, you know? So a desk reviewer is a person that's, you know, mobile or not mobile, but in a remote location and writing the estimate and copying my mobile tech RX estimate um, to, you know, like example, big damage, you know, let's say a 10 inch dent. There's no paintless dent repair guide for them to go off of. Uh -huh. And I've, I've been down that boat with them before. Um, but here's the thing, though, Jock. If you're right about that, there's no guide that they can go, go out of. But if you really think about it, if an actual body shop handles this kind of repair, it's going to cost them more money. Because mm -hmm. usually our, our pricing is in between the body shop you know what I mean? But uh, let me see. But, well, yeah, a properly I mean, written estimate, yes. Yes, the way we estimate it. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I mean a body shop's proper estimate. So, like, I've had it where uh, I did a Dodge Durango fender probably two years ago now, and that was written for I don't remember what it was, sixteen to eighteen hundred dollars. Had like a twenty-some inch crease in the fender. Mm -hmm. um, any body shop's going to replace that fender. Well, the insurance company kicked back the estimate to the insurer as a fender replacement only, no blends, no nothing, aftermarket Chinese fender, like just missing all sorts of different things. And ended up, so I said, okay, if we're gonna write this as conventional repair then, 
here's what it actually takes to conventionally repair this and blend out the hood, the door, the rail, up and over to the quarter panel, all so on and so forth. And there, that estimate was like seven or eight hundred dollars more than my Mobile Tech RX estimate. Yes. And then what happens after I sent that in? The guy comes back, line items the repair, makes it exactly what I needed, and it was all cut and good to go. Not everyone's like that though. The, the smaller the insurance company, the easier and more almost down to the penny, I've noticed they're getting my estimate. Whereas the bigger the company, mm -hmm. the more resistance I'm being pushed back with. Mm -hmm. The thing too is that um, I think is that you have to know how to talk to the claim adjusters no. that you're gonna be dealing with. You don't wanna piss them off because if you do, <laughs> They're not going to approve anything, you know what I mean? Unless you get a new one. But well, that's well, yeah, in that case, then you can request a new adjuster and say that they're being either difficult or I've had to do that one time. Really? Uh, and it was, yeah, it was damages on a moldings of a truck, a belt molding. Like, just a, it's just dented. And the guy's looking at it like, I don't even see what you're talking about. I'm like, are, are you are you blind? Like, I'm not even, I'm not saying it was a flicker dent or something. Like, it was an obvious dent. And I'm like... Man, if you can't see that, how am I going to show you the 400 dents on the roof of this vehicle and you're going to justify that? Like, I'm not even going to get into that. But anyways, I, I thought that was very I, interesting. I think uh, some of them, too, are probably just pretending, right? Because they want to, like, minimize and they, they don't want to, like, admit it that, hey, the damage is that big. They want to they want to kind of like minimize it because they don't want to pay you the amount that you are worth. So anyways, okay. So enough about insurance. We're moving on to, I thought that um, Maria said something about business and. Okay, folks, I'm saying goodbye. That's the end of the show until next time. Don't forget, this is going to be released this November. And then I'm only releasing one episode in December.